Welcome to episode three of the Go Show podcast. Uh, my name is Rhett Crocker. I'm here today with Emma and Isabella and Nicholas, who are all sixth graders this year, two of which are 11 years old and one is 12 years old. So they're just babies here to the middle school. And uh, we're going to be talking about that exact fact, this whole transition. We're titling this episode, Transition to a New World. And it, it really is a, a brand new world. It's a brand new experience when you're coming from an elementary school and transitioning to a middle school. So we're going to talk about that today and the ups and downs and the good and bad and kind of what we can do to make that transition as, as smooth as possible. So let's get started. All right. Like I said, I'm here with Emma and Isabella and Nicholas, and I guess we'll start out guys with just how are you doing today? How are you? Good. Everybody good? Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. You excited to be here? Yes, yes. sir. Mm-hmm. So how was your day? Exciting? Yes. Run of the mill, same old, same old. So we just got back from Christmas break. Um, so this is the first podcast of the year 2020. And I think it's fitting that we're starting off a, a new decade with students who are brand new to middle school. So you guys are the first sixth graders that have been on the show and what we really want to talk about is just this idea of this transition but from the fifth grade to the sixth grade. Um, so just to kind of start us off, how about you guys just let us know kind of what that transition was like for you, maybe how you felt at the beginning of this year, coming into the year, um, what, what things you were worried about, what things you felt good about, just how was the beginning of the year for you? My transition was pretty yummy easy and smooth. I mean, I had classes with some of my friends from fifth grade. It was pretty simple because like I had those friends and it's a new environment and you can kind of settle in with those new people. So mine was pretty settled. Um, I did worry about maybe like I had a lot of anxiety about people judging me. Like it was totally different environment with two different schools in Maybe they just judge you on how you talk, how you walk, like like anything. And I was so worried about it and so nervous. But, I mean, everyone seems to be pretty nice. So what about y'all? Mine was pretty easy, like Emma said. Like, I was scared to people would judge me on what I did. But after being here for a few months, I feel good. And I feel like I've made a lot of new friends. Okay. What about you? At first, I was kind of overwhelmed with... Like, because in elementary school, you had most of your classes in one room. And then in middle school, you have to go to different rooms. And I was overwhelmed on me trying to get to my classes on time and having my stuff organized. Um, So what's interesting to me, all of you have older siblings who have already gone through this. Um, So even kind of having that perspective and knowing that they've already been through it, it's a totally different thing for you once you get here, right? Um, And all of you mentioned this whole whole idea of just being like anxious and worried and and, and those sorts of things. So when you think back and even up to now, what have you done? Like what or who have you kind of leaned on to help you kind of ease that transition? I've kind of leaned on my brother. Like he's going through this whole process. He's in the eighth grade. Like Mm -hmm. he's done the whole three years and of course, his transition to middle school is totally different because I was three years ago than 2020 and 2019. Right. But he said that if you make more friends, you have easier process with just being yourself, getting to know everybody and just making everything so much easier and smoother. 
Now, you, that, that's an interesting kind of concept to think about there. So when you say making more friends and being yourself, a lot of times people would say, well, that's kind of the, the hang-up of going out and trying to meet new people or trying to form relationships with new people because they're so worried about what they might think or what they might do or what they might say. So what kind of advice would you give to another maybe current fifth grader who's going to come here next year and have these same anxieties as you? Um, how, how do they form new friends? How do they know that they are kind of becoming friends and forming relationships with the right people? I think that we could like talk to them and be like, it's fun. It's not going to be like scary. Like I was scared when I came, but then I got over that and I just had fun. Like what I realized is I was scared not to be myself. And then I want them to know that they can be themselves and then they'll slowly start finding friends that are have like the same things like okay so you're looking for like common interests mm -hmm. things like that okay cool so what about if you could just you know go back in time if you could go back in time and tell yourself you know two quarters ago one thing what would you tell yourself at the beginning of the year I'd say be yourself from the beginning because like I was sort of shy like that shy girl that doesn't really talk at all mm -hmm. but as I gradually gained more friends and just got into the groove of middle school, I kind of came out of my shell and became who I really am, talking and outgoing. And Okay. What advice would you give? I would give myself to just have fun. Don't worry about what other people think of you. Just go and live your life. Yeah, I agree with both of them because if you're really not yourself and you pretend to be somebody else – it's like later on in the year, other people are going to think that you're that fake person and you just need to be yourself. So it's about being authentic and kind of being who you are from the, from the get-go. Um, and all three of you said that you kind of, you know, teetered back and forth on that at the beginning of the year. Now it's gotten a little bit easier. So what do you think has made it easier? Is it just time? I think it's time and a lot of the teachers like to help and to like not to be as nervous and mm -hmm. not to have that much anxiety. Right. I would say my teachers too, like my fourth and fifth and sixth grade teachers, because my sixth grade teachers are like, it's going to be fun, you're going to enjoy it. And my fifth and fourth grade teachers are like, I'm going to miss you, I hope you have a great time and things like that. So that bridge is kind of... Still there, because I mean, I know you still have thoughts and, and memories of elementary school. It's not like that goes away. What we're trying to figure out is, okay, how do we take that and kind of cross that bridge into this whole new place while all the while still trying to, you know, figure out who we are as people and uh, to be that authentic person. What do you think? What, what advice would you give yourself? My teachers sort of like helped me at the beginning and they were like, <clears throat> this is going to be a lot easier than you think. Like, it's not that big, scary building. And my friends, like, I hate to say it, but my friends did a lot of things before me, and then I learned from their experience, from, like, going out and talking to different people, just make, introducing themselves to someone random to just kind of show them, like, hey, I'll be here for you. And I'd probably just show my true self before anyone else, and I'll kind of want to do it first 
point of view. Instead, I'm doing it in third. Awesome. So for for all three of you then, what has been, what has made the difference? Because where you started versus where you are now, you're not even that far in, but you are, like you've already said, you, you've already kind of molded into a totally different um a a different person not in a good or bad way you're just you're not the same person you were you know 18 weeks ago um so what has made the biggest difference what's made the biggest impact on you has it been people has it been classes has it been teachers friends what do you think i think the go program has made an impact on me because without the go program i wouldn't engage and go out to have fun with my friends and make new friends and just walk up and talk to somebody so can you think of something that we've done this year because you guys are all three in the group dynamics class and the point of that class at its core is to show you what it looks like to form positive relationships and how to work together and what that physically looks like can you pinpoint like a time or an activity or something where it just seemed to kind of click for you? Can you think back on one of those? The big the puzzle project we did, the letters mm-hmm. where you had to find the code, you put us with different people rather than just people we would choose or people that we were with last year in fifth grade. Um, I kind of clicked with everybody in that group like – it felt natural, not just like a stiff, like kind of hard to do, but I just kind of felt at ease and it just helped me like concentrate on how to like actually click with people and actually perform. Okay, so, and, and so people kind of know what we're talking about. What are some of the attributes that, that you've kind of learned this year? Like when you're, when you're meeting new people or when you're working with people, like what's important? Like what should you have? in the front of your mind in terms of like, let's say I put you in a group with, you know, four people and you've never met them before. How would you navigate that? I would be like, Hey, I'm Nicholas. What's your name? And just talk to them and get to know them. Okay. Yeah. Like same. I would get to know them so that like y'all kind of bond. And then, so it's not awkward doing the project Mm -hmm. in the way. And then, yeah. I wouldn't just talk all myself. I'd let them introduce themselves and kind of like introduce myself and they introduce themselves and just give them like physical, like not not like physical answers to him, like nodding your head, showing like, yeah, yeah, Yeah. I understand. So nonverbal stuff. Mm -hmm. So with that idea of kind of nonverbal communication, what have you learned on that front? Like, We've learned that that's a big, big percentage of the information you're giving off. So you said, like, nodding your head. What what else are you talking about? I nod my head. I'm like, um, like yeah, cool. Like That, that works out. That okay. Works out. Yeah, also, like, position. Like, yeah. if we're, like, on the floor and you're just, like, laying down, like, that tells them that you're not really engaged and paying attention. And if you're, like, if you're sitting up and not, like, putting your head on the ground with like your like leaning your head on your arm they they know that you're not paying attention and that you don't care what they're saying but if you're sitting up straight you they kind of know that you're actually engaged right so that's a big deal that a lot of people don't you know really comprehend just because 
we really never really had time to just sit down and, and talk about it and learn about it is that when when someone is talking or when you're talking to them your your physical presence is is just as important as your mental presence while some people may think that you know i'm, I'm the expert multitasker i don't need to look over there at them or i don't need to give off nonverbals back it, it's really still a two-way thing even though you're the one listening the person that's speaking um, they they need that from you right that that helps that relationship and that trust kind of mold um kind of and, and meld together i guess so as we move on here um we were talking about the what has kind of made the difference so you've answered what do y'all what do y'all think what has kind of made the difference for you to kind of help you turn that corner or to you know make this experience not not as difficult anymore you personally have kind of showed me that like everything's just easier than it looks like it's not as hard as you think to make new friends to go out and be yourself like you've taught us nonverbal. like you've taught us introductions like you only get one chance for an introduction and that's everything when making new friends like you can't be rude come off rude in an introduction to you someone new so you've definitely helped me a lot what do you think I guess like mostly all the teachers because they were telling me like not to be worried when at first I was and I was nervous but then I got to know other people and it helps right (laughs) it helps having people in your corner helps feeling supported and feeling like you have people that are there for you helps now the big issue with that is if you find the wrong people, right? And that's a really big part of all of this. In my, This is just a personal opinion of mine. But I think it's harder right now to be a middle school student, to be an 11, 12, 13-year-old. I think it's harder right now than it ever has been just because of the access to everything. Um, you, have, you have the entire world at your fingertips. And when you're 11 and 12 years old, it's difficult to – understand you know how to how to navigate that because you know i'm 32 and it's hard for me to figure out how to navigate that so having the right people is paramount right it's so 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 important so for you what have you discovered that kind of helps you make sure you're forming the right relationships with the right people like what do you look for in people to kind of associate yourself with them I look for, like, just them going out of their way to talk to me. Like, I'll go up to someone, but I kind of want that in return because just you doing all of the work and putting all this effort into all your friendships and relationships and then not getting the same energy back is definitely a downer because you want that much energy back to you because you're putting that much into them. Yeah, like, I don't want a person that's, like, shy. I want them to, like, actually come out of their shell. And, like, what Emma said, talk to them and they come talk to you. And, like, I look for some, for people being nice to others because people with, like, no manners is kind of, like, rude to me. And, yeah. I'll look for their personality 
Because if they're, like, don't have a good personality and don't like one of my friends, they're not just going to go be rude and mean to them. They're going to be like, oh, hey, and kind of get back to know them and start being more friends with them. And I kind of look if they're, like, a good friend and are nice. If, like, I have, like, the energy to go up and be like, hey, how are you? And they just like, hey, and stuff like that. I think that I want a friend that like, has energy to see me. And so a lot of this is perception, right? It's like you said, this whole idea of first impressions. And we talk about all the time, it seems like, how you, you get seven seconds, right? That's kind of what studies show. You get seven seconds to make a first impression. So, you know, it's, it's tough seeing people walk down the hall and, you know, the look on their face looks like they're having just the worst time they've ever had in their life. And we have to be aware and cognizant of kind of the vibe, I guess, that we're giving off on a, on a daily basis. Because not only are we forming relationships all the time, but it's kind of a challenge to you guys as a part of like this class and program is to kind of, and kind of step out and be that voice for someone who might be a little bit shy or be that voice for someone who maybe doesn't have a whole lot of friends or doesn't really have the skills to kind of kind of figure out where they where they fit they kind of feel like a puzzle piece that you know you can't really can't really get in the right spot so i want to i want to hear what y'all think about this quote because it's a quote i really like it's by henry ford you know who henry ford is what did he do make the ford car yeah so cars um he said my best friend is the one who brings out the best in me what do you guys think about that? What I think about that quote is, like, when you're around your friend, like, you can be yourself and you're not nervous or scared to actually be outgoing and talk about anything and, like, your problems to them. I agree with that quote because if your friend isn't, like, making you do stuff, you wouldn't be where you are now. I'm religious, I'm a Christian, and um, I want them to feel the same way. I don't want them going off and cussing and being mean and just doing all these awful things. I want them to show me, like, hey, like, I'm, I'm, I'm religious, too, I'm nice. Like, and they show me every day, my friends, my closest friends show me every day, like, it, like God worked in me today. Like, he showed me to be nice to this person, go sit with them at lunch, like, tell them they look very good today. Like, I want that in a relationship yeah like what Nicholas said like I wouldn't be here right now if my friends wouldn't have encouraged me to do things because I was always like doubting myself and then my closest friends like took that away and just kept giving me positive things so uh, let's rewind to August when school started would you have ever thought that you would be sitting here right now talking on a podcast never. about this kind of topic. I would have never thought in a million years. And wh why do you why do you think that? Why, like you back then, what would have prevented you from doing something like this? I was definitely very like anxious. Like I didn't want anyone to think I was weird or like 
Mm-hmm. I, I was not my true self back then. Like, I was shy, like I said earlier. Like, I was shy. I didn't talk to anyone other than my people, my friends, and my teachers. And this class kind of helped me break out of my shell. So, I was, like, nervous to put myself out there and meet new people and do new things. But after this class, I have been encouraging myself to, like, go meet new people, just walk up to somebody I've never seen before and talk to them. Yeah, like, like before this class, I was kind of, like, shy. But what's led me to this is this class because before any of this, I would have never, like, just say, oh, can I do this today? But after this class, I'm like, you have to try new experiences, and it would be fun. Awesome. I mean, that's really good to hear. And it's good to see just, you know, the coolest part of my job, the coolest part about being a teacher, and I think a lot of teachers would kind of echo this, is seeing growth occur. And I'm not talking about, like, physical growth, like you getting taller. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just... You as a person starting at point A and ending up not at point B, I mean, you're at like, you know, point R, you know, you've, you've already grown so much and it's been, you know, a half of a year. So what's exciting for me kind of in the position I'm in is we still have two and a half more years to go and like who you are right now versus who you were then versus who you're going to be like, that's super, super exciting. So kind of the, 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 to kind of leave all of this behind, um, there are going to be new students that come in next year and kind of take your place, right? They're going to be the sixth graders. You're going to bump up. You're going to be the seventh graders. And a lot of them are going to be going through kind of the same type stuff. So this is how we're, we're going to leave this. Uh, just one thing, if there is a fifth grader listening to this that's coming into the sixth grade next year, one thing, one word of encouragement that you can tell them and give them to kind of help them ease this transition, what would you say? Just one thing, if you had to narrow it down. To believe in yourself. Okay. Confidence. <clears throat> Confidence. To be outgoing. Okay. Those are all good. And there's not really a, a bad answer there. Um, but, yeah, it's great to see kind of how far you've, you've already come. And it's exciting to see kind of where you're going, because again, this is a this is an unsolicited thing. Right? Like I, I didn't go and seek out and find you to come want to talk about this. Like it was you who came to me that said, "Hey, this is something I want to do," and that that's really that's really really cool. It's it's um very telling of how far you've come in just a very short amount of time. So, any last thoughts, ideas, yeah. anything? Like what you were saying, I'm excited to to see myself here, and I'm excited to see my future in middle school, because knowing that I'm here now and actually doing this podcast is very surprising, because in fifth grade, I would have never done something like that. I have a question for you. Okay. <laughs> What's that? So, we you have sixth graders every year that come in there in this class yep. you have two class well you have four classes in both semesters and then yep. I just kind of want to know like I know how you help us but how do you personally think you help sixth graders to ease their transition into this class and into the middle school oh man I'm supposed to ask the hard questions <laughs> not you um 
I mean, that the goal of the sixth grade class is exactly what you just said. The goal of the sixth grade class, group dynamics, is to serve as a bridge between the fifth and sixth grade and make sure you don't get kind of lost in the shuffle or fall through the cracks or, um, you know, just things like that. And the things that we have to focus on, the the soft skills and the conversational skills and the nonverbals and first impressions and those sorts of things, it's a lot of stuff that um, I, I know for me growing up, I just kind of had to figure out on my own, right? I mean, I can remember sitting in, you know, a, a college class nearing graduation having to Google, like, how to write a resume. Um, it's just not something that I was ever really taught. So as I kind of rewind that, because I think a lot of teachers teach from their own experiences, right? So my experiences were, you know, I had so many really, really good teachers that were in my life that kind of helped mold me and shape me and those sorts of things. Um, I come from a family of teachers. Both of my parents are teachers. My brother's a teacher. My wife's a teacher. My sister's a teacher. My other brother's in school to be a teacher. Um, it's just kind of something that it just means a lot to me, you know? So that's a really long and roundabout way to answer your question. But uh, the point of this class with sixth graders is to make sure they understand that, that people hear them, that they're valued, um, and, and to kind of just show them, you know, all the possible ways to kind of find their way and try to find who they are, because that's a, a big chunk of what middle school is, is just trying to figure it all out. Cause like I said, it's hard. It's really hard to be a middle schooler. And I'm sure you guys would probably all kind of echo that. But that's a really good question. Anything else? I'm kind of glad that I took this class because last year in fifth grade, I was kind of teetering on the edge whether I should take this class or not because, like, it kind of put me out of my comfort zone in the beginning, but, like, it helped me for the best. So I'm I'm really, really glad that, that Palmetto has this to offer. So we're all very mm -hmm. lucky to have this class. I agree with Emma because – I was watching The Amazing Shake like last year and I saw all these students going up and talking to these people and interviewing and I got nervous that it, if I took this class, like would I stutter, would I do something wrong? But now that I'm in it, I'm so glad I am. Yeah, like I also agree with Emma because um, like with Amazing Shake, without this class, like in fifth grade, I... I wanted to do Amazing Shake, but I didn't see myself doing it because I thought I wasn't, like, I guess good enough where I really, I did want to do it, but I was just too nervous to do it, and I didn't have the pants to do it. And, um, yeah, and this, yeah. I mean, I get it. I, I hear what you're saying, and, and, and I'm glad that we've kind of, and that's a that's a big thing to overcome in you know two quarters of, of school. Um, an amazing shake is coming up, mm -hmm. um, and it starts the end of this month, which is a a big deal for us here at, at Palmetto Middle, and I know for a lot of students and former students and parents and community, and um, it is something that we're going to be talking about on some upcoming episodes. So that should be pretty interesting. And, um, you know, we've always had sixth graders do well. 
we always have um, people just surprise you and they you know they just seem to rise to the occasion which is what it's all about so as we kind of sign off um, I'm, I want to thank Emma and Isabella and Nicholas for kind of talking today about this because this is something that's hard to do it's hard to come to middle school but I think um, a lot of maybe rising fifth graders and even current sixth graders who really may still not have really found their way yet it's really encouraging to hear from you guys that it's not something that's you know out of reach it's something that if you're trying to find the right people to put into your life and um, to try to find the right kind of support whether it be from parents teachers friends whatever just building those kind of relationships and knowing how to build them how to approach people those are all really big things and i'm glad that you're well on your way to figuring that out so thanks for being here thank you for get, getting us yeah, yeah. all right mm -hmm. well, we're signing off we'll see you next time